All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. After five o'clock, welcome back. Jason Greger showing up to Sports Theater TSN 1260 brought to you by playalberta.ca where you can uh, get in the game. And who knows? Who knows? Like the lottery, $60 million up for grabs. Tonight at Lottomax. And if you buy a ticket, be sure to check it later. Because currently somebody, somewhere, purchased a ticket for, that was for a $70 million draw about uh, 11 months ago and still have not redeemed it. Who knows? Maybe you've got one in an old pair of pants you haven't worn in 11 months. Maybe inside one of your blazer inside pockets. You might want to check it. Imagine that. But you have $70 million just sitting there. God, that would be brutal. So check everywhere just in case. Just in case. Let's get to the Rashog Report now. Brought to you by Next Gen Transportation. Heavy haul transport provider. 100% locally owned and operated. And a proud partner of numerous youth sports teams. It's nextgentransportation.com. We welcome in uh, Ryan Rashog from TSN. Shogger, you don't have a missing uh, unclaimed lottery ticket, do you? Don't think so. Haven't bought any lately. How much? Uh, well, it's seventy million bucks. Oh my good lord! That's a game changer, eh? Yeah. Like, what would be the first thing you would do if you won seventy million dollars? Oh man, probably quit your show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm kidding. I love doing your show. Uh, honestly, first thing I would do. Dude, I, I, 
I, that's just mind-numbing. I would probably freak out. I, I would probably just get scared. Like, that's too big a life change too quickly. I think I'd just get rattled and be like, what the heck? Everything's going to change. It's, I'd probably get rattled right away. No. And then I'd get really happy. I wouldn't tell anybody. And I would do like a six-month plan privately. You with, can't do that, though, can you? Don't they want to announce it? Do they want no, your picture and no, the lotto check no, and all no. that stuff? Well, you have a year to claim the ticket. They don't know who's won, right? They don't know who the winner is of the ticket. is. As, as long as if you look up online, you'll be oh, geez, there's the numbers. Oh, my goodness, I won. You don't have to. You have a year to claim it, but you don't have to tell them right away. So, yeah, you can plan. You'd wait six months for what? I don't know. What are you waiting for? Well, I would think it would take a lot of planning. There's a lot. I would read a lot of books because there's people that have won lotteries and and just wasted everything. So I'd well, I definitely wouldn't want to do that for well, sure. But I'd like, want to read a book. I don't know. You could plan from the comfort of Turks and Caicos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then everybody would be like, I just think I don't know. People crawl out of the woodwork. You read some of those books about that, so you'd be like, what's the best way to yeah to handle? It? It's like maybe it would be make the announcement and then you go away. Right? Maybe that was it. But I, I would le- maybe six months is too long. Maybe maybe like two months or at least a month of like real hard studying mm-hmm. it. because you, you'd have to pretend like nothing was different for that time. So knowing you, you'd probably give three quarters of it away, anyways. Oh, hundred percent. No, if I ever won a big <laughs> sum of money, I'd have a. But I would do some research on that, hundred percent. Like at one point, you like you reach a point where you only need so much, right? Yeah. Be like, hey, if I put this much away. But someone like a savings, you put it in whatever, like the low, you just give it to some financial advisor that you trust and say, here you go. I don't care if I only get 5% for the next however many years. Give me 4%, whatever. Like you could live off of that forever just on the interest, for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. So, no, it would be uh, it would be good. I would say this, though. I would have a hell of a bash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah throw a major shaker. Multiple, multiple ones. That would Maybe be like, uh, I don't know, like buy a hall of some sort and just throw a party and then sell it just <laughs> just, just i don't know yeah. stupid i want to buy like the elks hall yes <laughs> how unreal. did you get onto this by the way what's happening on this friday well no but just because somebody has that unclaimed ticket man right, so we're right. just saying and, and tonight's draw is 60 mil so just you know what man oh man you never want to you never i'm just saying buying the ticket step one checking the ticket's pretty important Right. It's kind of like uh, hiring your GM or your coach. So I have a question for you, a very odd question. So right now you are uh, Sheldon Keefe, and uh, you're kind of you know, stuck in limbo. You, you, your GM's gone. Uh, in most situations, right, and, and Keefe's already been told by the Maple Leafs that um, they don't know if he's coming back. It's going to depend on the new GM. There's five other jobs available. If you wanted to ensure that you were going to get a coaching job, would you just ask the Leafs and just say, you know what, I'm done now, rather than wait? Because by the time they hire, maybe by then it's too late. What do you think about that? Like, should he be proactive? Um, I mean, no. And he, well, here's here's the issue. Was he got left on his deal? One year. So he's got one year left. After th- actually, he might even be done. His might be done. At the end. I got to let me look that up. Well, that's different if he's yeah. done. Yeah. I don't think he's done. I might have one year then. Yeah. Yeah, he's got one year left. See, this this is the thing. He's guaranteed that money, right? True. So even if they decide to be to take a while and hire a new GM and the new GM fires him, you could say, well, you're hurting the guy's ability to make a li-. Well, no, you're not really. You're still paying him, right? So you're still going to pay him a lot of money to not coach this year. 
Now, has some opportunity maybe gone by the wayside? Yep, and that's certainly not ideal. But the organization has him under contract. He agreed to that contract in good faith. They have the choice to do whatever they want with him during the course of that contract and let him go whenever they want. Now, um, if he were up and and it was delayed, that would be way different. Or if they weren't allowing him to talk to other teams or something, that'd be different. But, you know, I think they should feel comfortable that whatever decision their general manager makes when they hire their general manager, that they're doing okay by him because he'll have opportunity next year. He'll have opportunity, you know, they're, they've got millions of dollars sitting there budgeted for him, and he's making it one way or another. So I think it's a little bit different. Uh, just kind of a fascinating one because that would be an odd situation, I would think, for him. Yeah. Now, sure, he's going he's gonna to get his money, right? Uh, even if he doesn't coach, right? Automatic. And then if he does coach, uh, whatever he signs with the new team, then if there's a discrepancy in some, it's a little bit less than whatever he's making less. Toronto has to top up to the old. That's kind of how it works, right? Like, let's yes. say Toronto paid him two mil and he goes to a new team and they're going to say, well, we'll pay you 1.8, right? Which is unlikely, but argument's sake. But if they pay him any the same or more, then Toronto's off the hook. So it yeah. is a unique one because I like I just I look around at the available coaches and <clears throat> he's a guy that probably would w- would get a look somewhere else. I would think. Oh, I totally agree. Right. So it's I totally agree, and it's probably in Toronto's best interest if they're not going to retain him to let him go and let him get on the market and get looking. So it saves ends up saving them money for that very reason you just described. But. This is an important hire, and I think you have to empower your new GM to make that call. Yep. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like the first, like the first thing you're going to do is a new. It kind of depends who it is. GMs only have so many, you know, cracks at that. Yeah, but rarely. Like if you hire in the ear. Most guys are, are okay with the GM getting to hire two of his guys. Right? Like you get one hire, and then maybe you get a second. So I, you know, I don't know if if keeping. But why would key. you do that right away? Like if you got your guy left, you probably endear yourself to the owner by being like, "Hey, now it's a little different because Toronto feels like they're in a window to win." Yeah, and they haven't and won it, with him, and they haven't won with him, and that that's all fair. So that that definitely will play into it. But in other situations, like, you know, you show up and you evaluate the situation, you say to the owner, like, no, I'm going to, yeah, we're okay here with this guy. I want to evaluate it and I'll make a more informed decision. And I'm not going to spend $2 million of your money if I don't have to. So, yeah, you know, like generally you don't make those huge moves right away if you don't have to, unless it's really obvious that that's the problem. I'm not sure it's really obvious that's the problem in Toronto. I'm not convinced about that, um, but it, it 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 does become awkward for sure. Yeah. The uh, Edmonton Elks, uh, you were down there. T- What's your expectation for them this season? Well, <clears throat> you know, I think they'll be more entertaining. I don't know. You know, I mean, what were they four and fourteen last season? Like allowing the most points and scoring the fewest. That home win thing is still out there. Lost yeah. the last four. Like man, it's like the expectation. It just it's it's low, right? But I think that was a, a year where they made lots of changes. It was like they were experimenting, trying different things. Chris Jones was kind of like, I don't know, man. It was like open auditions or something. And it feels like this is the year where they identified what they needed. Truly went out and got it, and 
you know, now that comes with expectation. I think they'll be more entertaining, Gregs. If Taylor Cornelius is legit and can have a, a big year with the weapons around him, they'll compete. Um, but I think they're going to be more entertaining. You? Well, it's, I like what you brought up about their defense. Because as much as we talk about their offense, they were terrible defensively last yeah. year. Right? And that's supposed to be the forte of your head coach. So yeah. that, to me, and we've talked, hey, their offense has to be better, yes. But their defense has to be much better. And yeah. I, I don't know, honestly, that to me, I expect Cornelius to be better. Right? They got a good receiving core. I thought they had some decent receivers last year. So I'm not sold that it's automatic. But I, I think they should be better there. But I don't know anything. When I look at the defense, I'm like, yeah, maybe. Like, there's, I would argue there's more questions heading in about their defense than there is their offense. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I was down there. I mean, I was focused. I didn't do much with the D. I was focused kind of on the new receivers and Cornelius and that sort of thing. Um, you know, and, and but they've, they've got weapons up front, and they're going to be a team that I think will be able to put some points on the board. So that is going to help them immediately, immediately, because last year they couldn't score enough and they couldn't defend enough, and that's just the worst combination. Um, so, yeah, it'll, it'll be an interesting year. They need to, first of all, they got to get rid of this home losing streak thing. Like, they just, need to, they just need to put that beast down. Just get, purge that from the system. And if they can do that, everyone will breathe a sigh of relief and that'll make a big difference for them. That just, that's this albatross just hanging over everybody's head, right? It's, it's just there. And they need to just let that thing die. So, they got to do themselves a real favor by getting rid of that early. Some positive momentum, you know. I, I, you know, I think the fan base wants to buy back in. I think the fan base, you know, they just want to see some improvement and they want to see some pride. So we'll see if they can get it done this year. I think they're definitely better positioned this year than they were last year to put a dent in this thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite, I'm much more confident that they can improve this year than I was last year. I thought the Elks were going to be bad again last year. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, yeah. you saying that. Yeah, and so that wasn't a shock. Although I'll be honest, even four wins was a, was a, a low bar to me. I couldn't believe they didn't <laughs> win one home game last year. And I agree with you. I do <laughs> think that that you it's even in their commercials that they're talking. Hey, we're gonna make it, you know, Commonwealth a hard place to play again. And so it's there. And I think that uh, you know they're gonna need a win. And now preseason, it would be the biggest you know slap in the face if they win. A, a preseason game and then can't win like their first four home games. Um, but even winning a preseason game when you've lost so much at home, even that would feel like probably a big moral victory for this team. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and Cornelius is really key here. You know, he he's, you know, I was down there and he just, he looks a little different, a little more physical. You know, it looks like he's, uh, I know he wanted to put on some muscle. Um, talking to a few people, apparently still looks good, like, Skating really well, or skating really well, moving really well out there. So um, he's he's so key. You know, he's 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 got this thing. It's his. It's clearly his. He's probably as confident as he's been. He just he carries himself. You know, he's got some some real confidence the way he's carrying himself, the way he's dealing with the media down there, like all of it. So if he grabs this thing and really bursts onto the scene in a more meaningful way with the weapons he has around him, it could be a good sign for them and and good sign for fans because. It has the chance to be more entertaining than it's probably been. Shogger, have yourself a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the game, and uh, we'll chat with you on Monday. Right on, pal. Have a great weekend. Are you everybody. working the uh, sidelines? No, no, I'm off. Uh, we're moving uh, moving Noah to Saskatoon this weekend. So he, uh, my son, who is a uh, news reporter, yes. got a job at CTV in Saskatoon. Oh, nice. 
So we're moving him out there, and uh, he was in Kamloops before. Now he's heading to Saski, so big moving weekend. Oh, well, enjoy that. Have fun. But lift with your knees. Lift with your knees. <laughs> oh, there'll be no lifting from me. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's true. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Have a good one, Ryan Rashog from uh, TSN. That's, uh, it's true. It wouldn't. Uh, you know, Dad's there just to supervise at this point. Right? This is the one time where he can talk about his back giving out and be legit. 423, Emmett Sports Theater, TSN 1260 will return. Some trivia. You want to go golfing? We'll get to that. And more on The Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Just after 5.30, as you make your way home, drive safe. Be courteous to others. Let's everybody get home, get set for the weekend. Lots happening, maybe for uh, some of you. It's like a weekend off. You have nothing on the agenda. And that in itself, some days, is like the greatest feeling. You're just like, oh. I got nothing to do. Absolutely nothing. I like it. We got a lot of texts. Say, hey, boy, Shogger would have someone feed him his chicken wings if he won the lottery. <laughs> yeah, his, uh, his uh, chicken wing eating um, habits are tad off. Hey, boys, my first concussion with thanks to riding a pig and it running straight into the fence. Good times. Huh. Probably learn quick the next time. Bail off. Right? There's another good lesson, right? You got to know sometimes where it's just like, this is not heading where I want it to go. What's going to be less painful? Sometimes you got to make that decision in life for a variety of reasons. So even that's a good one. You can, uh, you can learn. Hey, Greg's PSA for your listeners on the uh, WCLC website. You can check all the unclaimed expiring prizes over 10 grand in each province. Look under four players and you'll see unclaimed prizes. There are currently five unclaimed in Edmonton, three of which are from Edmonton. Hey, people, check it out. You never know. That would be the worst. Imagine that. If you found a ticket 13 months later and it was past the expiry and it was a winner. Oof. Brutal. You don't want that to happen. You don't want that to happen at all. You, you've invested in the ticket. Might as well invest in it. Let's get to the uh, oral report brought to you by Volvo of Edmonton. Where uh, stop in right now this weekend? Nothing, no better time for a test drive. And the XC60, the brand new plug-in hybrid model, they're going fast. So if you want one, I recommend trying it out uh, this weekend. Go see uh, Jordy and the gang, and uh, they will treat you well. Uh, and not just for when you have the purchase, but the service after, which is key, because your vehicle eventually it's going to need some service. So you want to have a place that you know cares as much about their service reputation as they do the vehicle they sold you so check it out at volvoedmonton.com we got uh, lots of the uh, the oil report if you look at it the edmonton orders um if, if anybody's wondering the uh the oilers because of course uh, any draft picks that are uh, unsigned you you need to sign them by uh, june 1st or they go back in the draft uh, edmonton doesn't uh have anybody like that that they've drafted however they do have one player in the uh, in the organization, Patrick Pistola, who uh, they acquired from Carolina. If Edmonton wants to retain his rights, they need to sign him by June first. That's not happening. Uh, he was basically just a you know piece of the uh, the trade because you didn't want to say futures. So um, don't, I, I'd be very surprised if uh, if something like that happened for the order. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, the orders, they will have, um, you know, decisions when it comes to, uh, you know, qualifying offers for players. 
And to me, the most intriguing one is Clean Costin. Because if they qualify, which I think they like Clean Costin. So I think just giving you a, a pre explanation in case it happens. So guys, you have to qualify. Clean Costin, he has to be qualified. Uh, Ryan McLeod needs to be qualified. Um, Evan Bouchard needs to be qualified. Uh, then you have uh, Raphael Lavoie, Noah Philp, Philip Kemp, and Olivier Rodri. Those are all the guys um, who need to be qualified. Rodri's getting qualified. Kemp's getting qualified. Uh, Philp and Lavoie for sure are getting qualified. Right? Ryan McLeod, he's getting qualified. Bouchard, no brainer, he's getting qualified. Uh, Clean Costin, it's not because they don't like him. I think they're they're concerned. And by the way, Bouchard doesn't have arbitration rights. Right? Um, I think they're a little concerned about Clem Costin filing for arbitration. Because if he files for arbitration, I think he's got a pretty solid case to get more than what Edmondson would want to pay right now. And we've seen that the last two years, lots of teams have not qualified guys in this situation. It, it, honestly, prior to the last two seasons, it rarely happened. Rarely. But I, I think some teams looked and was like, ooh, geez, because the cap wasn't going up at all, barely. Now, if the only way I say I think it's it's not as much of an issue, if there's a decision between now and the qualifying deadline, which is uh, June 30th, that maybe the salary cap goes up three mil, then maybe it's not as big of an issue. I know that they're they're working on it, but as you know, anything in the NHL, because cur- the current deal states it only goes up a million. I think there's lots of teams, the PA, who all want that not to be the case. They'd like it to jump up a little bit more. Rather than wait till next year and potentially in one fell swoop have like a six million dollar increase. Right? Teams are looking to say, hey, can we squeeze it out a little bit more this year? Maybe it you know, maybe you get a three this year and three next year. Right? Three this year, maybe three and a half or something like that. So but in Gary's case, it's always, well, there's gotta be negotiation. They want to see if they can squeeze it. Now the difference is this time, um, I'm hearing that there's quite a few teams that are putting pressure on Gary to say, hey, we want this as bad as the players do. So this isn't just a big negotiation because, oh, well, geez, we're, quote, giving in to the players. So that's what you have to watch for. But just keep in mind on the clean costing when it comes to the Oilers and qualifying offers. All right, they're... uh, there, there are a few other players around the league. We'll get into that next week and into more June that I think could hit the free agent market that are current UFAs, strictly because teams are a little bit leery. And and, and here's the unique part about it. The Vegas Golden Knights. And and keep in, just because you don't qualify a player doesn't mean you don't like him. The Knights didn't qualify Brett Howden last year. And then they signed him like four days later to a contract because that was the number that they wanted. And so it sucks for Howden. but. I felt it was, it showed the maturity of him and his agent to say, okay, this isn't personal. This is just business. And he likes it here. We want to stay here. And obviously he made a right decision. And so did Vegas because he's played pretty well for them, scored some key goals for them in the playoffs at 1.5 mil. And, and now you look at, at Howden. Now he's a UFA again. This, uh, sorry, he's an RFA again this season. And, you know, probably 
will will get a qualifying offer because now the way he played, they're like, you know what? We don't mind if we pay him two mil. So there there can be some benefits sometimes in uh, in how you do that for sure. Hey, Gregor, you mentioned uh, Noah Philp. What do you think the chances are that he plays in Edmonton next year? It's a good question. I know there's lots of people who watched him way more than I did. I, I talked to, to Keith Gretzky, and he had a really good introduction to pro hockey last year. He was solid. I think he could get in some games. I, I think it's a tad premature to think that now he's like legit ready to start the season in the NHL. I think he's, he's going to probably play a few more preseason games. Granted, as long as everything goes as, as planned. Right. Remember, I think it was Caleb Jones. Remember when Caleb Jones, the one year he finished the season in the NHL, then he next year he comes to camp and he was one of the early cuts. He wasn't in good enough shape. So Noah Phillip just has to make sure that he's happy with this season, but not remotely satisfied. And so if he does all the right things and has a really good offseason, comes into camp, I think he'll get a little bit longer look in, in preseason. And I, I think he's a guy that, that could see some games in the NHL next year because, you know, injuries are going to happen. Will he make the opening day roster? Today, I say I would be surprised. I wouldn't be like flabbergasted. Oh, my goodness, this is something I never thought would happen. But I would be surprised. But I, I think that's a player who who has a chance. Is you know He's very young in his pro development to just keep getting better. Smart player. Right? Like He's going to be a guy who who's likely a bottom six forward, which is the majority of players. And so just keep getting, if you're Noah Phillip, you want to get into every situation as you can in the American League, right? Play all the tough face-offs in the defensive zone, five-on-five, a little bit of power play, lots of penalty kill time, especially penalty kill time. Because if you're going to come up to Edmonton and you're going to want to play on the team, it's going to be on the penalty kill. It's not going to be on the power play. So I think there's a chance you could see him next year. He's been uh, been somebody that the organization said, hey, you know what? They they signed him out of university. And I've said this for a long time. There's... The biggest overrated players are NCAA free agents in the hype that they get because there's lots of guys who are in uh, U sport that are just as good. And then, and, and it's funny how, and, and it's slowly changing a little bit. You're starting to see a few more teams wise up and say, Hey, th- this 22, 23 year old is no different than a 21, 22 year old in U S college. Let's sign him to a pro deal in the AHL. So I think it's good. We'll come back. A little uh, trivia time to wrap up a busy week on The Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 5.48, welcome back to the show. Jason Gregor, Brandon Douglas with you. It's time for a little Eagle Rock trivia up for grabs. Round of golf for you to tee it up at uh, Eagle Rock, and when you're there, you're always at the turn. Not before you're around, you need it at the turn. It's a little energy boost. Get the smoky. It's fantastic. Go to EagleRockGolf.com, book your tee time today. It's only 50 bucks during the week. Sweet deal. Now, you can text in your answer. Today, we need all four. Because some of them, I think, are obvious. Others, eh, maybe not so much. Since 2000, can you name the four members of the Edmonton Orders who had a four-goal game in the regular season? Four players since the 2000s who have scored four goals in a game. Have their four names and your name for 10 1260. So there you go. Brando got three out of four. Couldn't get the fourth one. Ah, it's the whole point of trivia. Don't make it too easy. 
Hey, Brown. Now, what? Uh, you're, uh, you're. Where are you from on the farm? Uh, our operation is about 25 minutes east of Red Deer, so a couple hours south of the city here. And uh, you've done mutton busting. Oh yeah, there was actually um, too much fame in the Delburn Arena. Um, there on the wall commemorating all the highlights of the Delburn Rodeo. One of the pictures was myself as a young man, a very young man, with a sheep on top of me. It rolled over clean at a full full speed run, rolled over and uh, had me underneath it as it did a barrel roll. Really? Nice. Do you remember that photo? The f- Like the photo being taken? Yes. Yeah, I did. I think I was like four or five, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a classic. How, how successful was your, uh, your mutton-busting career? That might have been the last time I did it, because I think we started... You know, kind of like at that age three, maybe even a little bit younger, if you had a parent willing enough to kind of run alongside you as they came out of the the little chute where they pin the sheep up. And a parent runs alongside holding you on and then just scoops you off. So like from that three to six range. But uh, if you consider that one, I was on for like the full length of the arena before it did the barrel roll on me. So I'd consider that pretty successful. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's a great ride, man. Euphoric at that point. What about oh. Grease Pig? You ever catch one? That I haven't done apart from like actually... At the farm, we had some, or not our farm, but my uncle's farm had some pigs when I was quite a bit younger. So, yeah, I like chasing the piglets around a little bit. Um, just not extra greased up or uh, You've never, greased, greased So you were never like, at a rodeo where you partook in the greased pig? No, no, oh, just watched. Buddy. Just watched last summer. So that was the first time I'd seen it at a rodeo, though. It's kind of more one of the things of legend, I think, a lot like um, cow tipping. Yeah, well, cow tipping, that's not really real. No. But, uh, greased pig, uh, that's real, baby. And it's... Uh, it can be glorious. It can be a challenge, but uh, it's uh, it's loads of fun. Lots of laughs. Lots of laughs. We've got a lot of texts coming in at uh, 10, 12, 60. Uh, many people have gotten three out of four. And I think, uh, I, think I do see one now who has it uh, correct. I can tell you Taylor Hall did not score four goals in a regular season game for the Edmonton Oilers. Had a hat trick. Never had four. Many people have... Uh, Three and four, I think. I think Mike. If I'm going through the uh, text lines there, uh, Brown, I think Mike might have uh, got a first. I believe you are correct. Yes, from Red Earth, Mike and Red Earth. Woo! Brown, will get a hold of you, Mike. The uh, correct answer, Sam Gagne. You remember the eight point night? Rather uh, hard to forget against the Chicago Blackhawks. Of course, uh, McDavid. In 2018 against Tampa Bay. Those games were at home. Then on the road in 2019, James the Real Deal Neal had four against the Islanders. And in 2020 in Nashville, remember that was about what, ten, a week and a half before the season shut down, Leon Drysettle, four goals against the Nashville Predators. Drysettle, Neal, McDavid, and Gagne. And if you look in the history of the Oilers, players to score for Glenn Anderson three times, Paul Coffey, Vincent Damfus did it uh, once, Pat Hughes once, Alexander Selivanov did it once, Messi did it three times, Curry did it twice, and of course the uh, the great one, Wayne Gretzky, 13. So he's at 13, Messi and Anderson are at three, Curry's at two, and then uh, everybody else is at one. So uh, Dry Settle McDavid, still on the team. They have a chance.
potentially move up into uh, into double digits when it comes to a four-goal game in the uh, regular season. Maybe it happens next year. See where it goes. Also, hey, Gregs, what are you getting your uh, T-shirts? Oh, the ones with Elite? Are you talking? Oh, hey, trust me. They're so close, man. We're just uh, we're getting the finishing touches on the design. And, uh, yes, we'll have some uh, some T-shirts. It's all going to be for, for charity. We're going to have a lot of fun because we found out about a month ago uh, during the playoffs, Estrada was talking about having stage fright in a public washroom. Had a real hard time with it. And many of you are also part of the stage frighters. We're going to bring it public because there was a lot of people that I think did not realize this is a big issue for gents. You know, some people are like, hey, stage frighter, and they'll see the shirt. They'll be like, okay, that's not a guy that I talked with the urinal. He needs a little bit of space. So we'll have some fun with it. The uh, We've got a few different uh, – we're going to let Strutty decide on the final one. But we have a few good drawings. Uh, I'll tell you that. It's going to be uh, – it's going to be awesome. Uh, enjoy your weekend. If you're going to the Elks game, the Stingers sold out on Sunday, 4 o'clock. They uh, start their season tomorrow night in uh, Calgary. Uh, Nelson, of course, is calling the uh, Elks game. It's online. Go to uh, CFL.ca. You can watch it online there if you're not going to the game. And, of course, you got NHL and uh, NBA playoffs Saturday night. And the Memorial Cup begins pretty much when uh, at around 7 o'clock tonight on TSN. First game. So check it out. World Championships also going on this weekend. On behalf of Brandon Douglas and Jason Strudick, I'm Jason Greger. Thanks so much, as always, for uh, listening to the show. We appreciate it. Please don't drink and drive. Don't be inebriated. Get home safe. Hey, enjoy Beaumont Days is going on. Also, the Rainmaker Rodeo. No grease pigs, unfortunately, but it'll be a lot of fun. Check that out in St. Albert. Have yourselves a wonderful weekend. Be safe. We will talk to you on Monday. Here's a Sports Center update. Brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Home with no payments, no interest for one year on your AC unit. Stay cool all summer. LegacyHeating.ca. Good night.